0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Crossover Across Time podcast for our Friday edition. Uh, March 31st of 2023 is today's date. Uh, last day of week 24, uh, weekday of week 24. Of course, we have the weekend action still. And then next week, starting on Monday, that will be the last week of the NBA season. Uh, so we're really getting down to the wire here. I, of course, am your host, Karsten. Welcome back to the show or welcome to the show if you're new uh, with this episode or maybe one of our previous episodes. We really appreciate you tuning in to the podcast. Um Today's episode, I'll be quite honest, is going to be very short. Uh Last night, we only had two games. Both of them were national broadcast games. We have literally two news items as well. Uh And then we'll give you some game previews for this weekend's action. We have a lot of great games this weekend, and that'll be it. And we'll be ready for the weekend so uh, again a very short episode for you first of those two games was a matchup of the two top teams in the eastern conference and the game that very surprisingly was a blowout by any definition the boston celtics win in milwaukee against the bucks by a huge margin 140 to 99 and just surprising you know you would think two top teams this would be a very close game both teams seemingly at pretty much full power, but the Celtics were just in a groove. They were in a rhythm and they really ran away with this game. They led by as many as 40, oh, excuse me, 49 points uh in the fourth quarter, winning by a little less than that. But it was a close first quarter, uh, you know, back and forth. And the Celtics built a lead. And then that lead, you know, just got bigger and bigger as the game went, game went on. <clears throat> and they really went on a run mid third quarter to you know steal that victory uh even before the fourth quarter had even began um for the Milwaukee Bucks you know Giannis Antetokounmpo had a solid game 24 points 7 rebounds one steal and one block um not great shooting percentages but still decent scoring 13 points for Chris Middleton and 12 points 10 rebounds for Bobby Portis coming off the bench um and those were their double figure scorers not a wealth of scoring for Milwaukee meanwhile for the Celtics uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown combined for 70 total points Tatum had 40 points and eight rebounds Jalen Brown had 30 points five rebounds five assists uh, and both of them shot tremendous percentages from the floor uh, Malcolm Brogdon and Al Horford each had 14 points Brogdon's 14 coming off the bench along with four steals for Brogdon and Marcus Smart had 10 points, 8 assists. So, you know, the Celtics outside of Brown and Tatum didn't have a ton of scoring either. But uh, when you have two guys combined for 70, that's a pretty great game all around. Um, and it's clear it was a frustrating loss for Milwaukee, again, to lose a home game by that much against a team you should be pretty close, uh, closely matched up with. You know, that's definitely a frustrating thing. There's frustration clear at the end. There was a bit of a moment between Thanassus and Tenegumpo, of course Giannis's older brother, who's coming off the bench, and uh Blake Griffin, also on the the Celtics bench. And you know, they tangle up Blake Griffin, uh gives Sanassis a hard foul under the basket. Sanassas headbutts Blake, a move we haven't seen since the uh you know, the John Starks headbutt, or maybe, you know, at least in my memory, there might have been a few others in between that time, but uh, I thought it was apt that Reggie Miller was on the call for that game uh, with the headbutt being involved. John Starks having given Reggie the headbutt in that playoff series in the 90s, early 90s. I believe it was 93. Um, yeah, tough loss for Milwaukee, but the, they're still in good overall position, you know. You kind of have the liberty of saying, well, it's just one of those nights, one of those off nights. You go forward, um, you know, look to finish the season strong and you still have a good chance of finishing in a better overall record than the Celtics locking in that one seed. So, you know, you you take it for what it is. Celtics feel really good about the win and uh, Celtics Celtics are in a good position to finish the week strong. So we'll, you know, be looking for that as we get into the weekend, certainly. Um, And the second of those two games, the... New Orleans Pelicans win a equally impressive road game Uh, for them. It was in Denver against the Nuggets, 107 to 88, winning by nearly 20 points. Um, Unfortunately, both teams not at their full power. Of course, we know the Pelicans missing Zion Williamson. They've missed him for most of the season, but the Nuggets were without their star, Nikola Jokic, in this game. Uh, He sat out with, uh, let me double check that, a calf issue. Um I don't believe it was a injury per se, but more um yeah, right calf tightness. So he sat out this game, um, just, you know, more that quote unquote abundance of caution that we like to throw around. So he did not play. Um and the Pelicans have been without Zion for a while, so they've been figuring out how to get some wins in that time. Um and as far as the flow of the game, you know, it was sort of similar pelicans got off to a nice early lead were able to hold that lead through the first half and then they built the lead in the third quarter uh to really kind of seal the game at that point uh for the nuggets in the absence of Jokic, they were led by jamal murray 21 points seven assists and four rebounds um decent all-around game for him they had 19 points off the bench from bruce brown brown also had uh Five rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. So nice all round game for him off the bench. Eleven points each for Aaron Gordon and Christian Brown. Uh, Brown I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. The rookie uh, Brown coming off the bench, and then ten points for Michael Porter Jr. Those were all of their double figure scores. Meanwhile, for the Pelicans, uh, four of their five starters accounted for their uh, ten or more point scores being led by Brandon Ingram with another triple-double. He hasn't had a ton. He's had a couple, I believe, in the last uh, few weeks. So he's had a, a stellar last two weeks of basketball. 31 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. You know, doing it all for the Pelicans. Uh, they also had 23 points from CJ McCollum and 15 points each for both Trey Murphy the third and Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, Valanciunas also adding 12 rebounds and 4 assists uh, with a block, too. So you know again neither team super red hot from offense the offensive standpoint but uh the pelicans getting the help of Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum in particular along with Valentunas, and they're able to uh come out on top in this one again a nice game for them as they're in that western conference mix of teams trying to really solidify their case you know and especially with Brandon Ingram's play, he's been really showing up when it matters most. Uh, And that's a huge credit to him. He's been, you know, kind of flying under the radar this season. And so, yeah, great win for New Orleans as we go into uh, Friday and our weekend action. So those are our two games. Again, that was, you know, kind of anticipated. That would be pretty quick. And our key news, we have two items. Firstly, an unfortunate bit of news for the Minnesota Timberwolves, Uh, you know, backup center Nas Reed, who's been starting a lot of games in the absence of Carl Anthony Towns. Nas Reed suffered a broken left wrist during the fourth quarter of Wednesday's loss in Phoenix against the Suns. Uh, There's no timetable at the moment for his return to play, although there's, you know, already a solid understanding that it'll be quite some time, significant amount of time and uh, tough news for the Timberwolves. He's a guy that's really been a standout, and especially among undrafted, unheralded type of players. You know, he was a guy that appeared on their roster, and I didn't know anything about him because he was not drafted. He was, um, you know, a free agent type acquisition, and more and more, he's become one of the more underrated bigs. Um especially at that backup type of a position he's been stellar and so that's tough news for minnesota as they go into a play-in slash playoff type situation to not have that front court depth uh so definitely wishing him the best as he works to recover from that injury and then the second bit of key news this is kind of just a a one-off for today specifically um the nba within recent uh months and maybe the last year or so they kind of kind of revised the um you know program they they're calling it NBA ID basically if you have a login on the NBA website usually you'd use it with you know the NBA's uh shop the team stores and and things like that um but they've started to expand that program and give fans who have you know a a login with the NBA's website a little bit more perks you know of course there's bonuses with fan voting there's fan voting in general but there's also now uh, they've done some bonuses this week for fans who have that NBA ID Um, you may have noticed, and we forgot to mention it on the show, but uh, earlier this week, I believe it was Monday, they announced that all of the full games from every NBA finals from the 90s were available to stream on demand on the NBA's app, which was pretty cool. You know, I've had a chance to just watch a couple of minutes. um would like to watch you know a little bit more of those games when I have the time but they announced today that and uh, they actually announced previous uh earlier in the week all of today's games friday's games are free to watch on the NBA app with your NBA ID and again there's a lot of games today there's um <clears throat> i believe Uh, at least 10 or so, maybe even more. Let me go ahead and double check that for you so we have the correct info. 13 games today, so 13 total games. You can watch all of them free on the NBA app, so that's great news. Uh, today only, you know, definitely capitalize on that while you can. Uh, and hopefully, you get this podcast in time to be able to do so. So, that is our second bit of key news. Otherwise, let's go ahead and jump into our game previews for this weekend. Uh, This will take you. Uh, from saturday through monday and all the times that i'll give for when these games start are in eastern standard time so keep that in mind as you're planning your schedule for the weekend firstly on saturday we have two games total one of those being a national broadcast on nba tv uh, at 7:30, the dallas mavericks in miami against the heat of course a matchup of you know, both times the Mavericks have been to the finals. It's been against the Heat. There's some history there. You know, of course, none of those players, except for maybe Udonis Haslam, are are on uh, really either of those teams. Uh, Jason Kidd coaching the Mavericks, of course. But um should be a great matchup either way. You know, Jimmy Butler versus Luka Doncic. Um, Adebayo, Kyrie Irving in the mix. There's a lot of intrigue on that end. Uh, teams trying to solidify their own position. And they're in kind of their own uh, not quite dire straits, but tough circumstances. You know, Miami's just fallen into the play in picture where they were in the playoff picture for a long time. And the Mavericks are currently outside looking in for the entirety of the postseason. And so both teams really would like to get a win in this one as we get even closer to the end of the season. So that should be a great game. And then on Sunday, we have 13 games total, another huge slate of games, Um, The two national broadcasts being on NBA TV, a doubleheader there. Firstly, at six o'clock, the uh, Dallas Mavericks again, this time in Atlanta against the Hawks. And then at 830, the Golden State Warriors in Denver against the Nuggets. Uh, So those games would be great. Of course, you know, back to back Mavericks, kind of an interesting choice there. Um, But again, they're in a really precarious position and they have a lot of Emphasis on these games coming up and against Atlanta, you know, they have a the challenge of Trey Young, the, the draft day trade Luka Doncic and Trey Young. There's always that storyline um, and the Hawks similar to the Heat trying to solidify their own postseason type position. So that should be a great game as well. And then that Warriors Nuggets game um, in Denver. We'll see what the Warriors can do a Notoriously bad road team this season versus uh, the top team in the Western Conference. Jokic back in a groove, the Nuggets back in a groove. That should be a great matchup as well. Two league pass games to consider. Um, at seven o'clock, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder hosting the Phoenix Suns. And then at eight o'clock, we have the Milwaukee Bucks hosting the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Suns at Thunder. That one should be great, of course, with both of those teams. Again, with a lot of these games, you know, postseason storylines, the Thunder in the play in mix, maybe even trying to make a push as strong as going up to the, you know, succeed playoff type outlook. Thunder have had a great last few weeks, Um, their young talent being an extra big part of that. You know, Jalen Williams has stepped up. Uh, Shea Gilgit Alexander continues to play well. You know, for Phoenix, they've got Kevin Durant back. And now this is Durant's first time in Oklahoma City. As a member of the Suns, you know, we'll see how the Thunder fans react. Of course, Durant, a longtime member of the Thunder. uh, That was his first team in the NBA. Technically, his first team was the the Supersonics, but that team became the Thunder. And that should be a great one to, uh, you know, see what that fan reaction is. You know, I'm curious when the Oklahoma City fan base will shift from the still, you know, frustrated uh, angry with Durant for having left that organization to that, you know, appreciating what he did when he was with the team, you know, kind of calling it the, you might call it the the Vince Carter type scenario. Of course he was hated in Toronto for a long time after he left. And then sometime before the end of his uh playing career, that tone shifted and they started to appreciate him when he returned to uh you know, the, the city and they appreciated what he brought to that team and that organization, that fan base. So, um, something to watch for, but also those teams matching up should be great, you know, again, postseason storylines important there. And then that Sixers bucks game, uh, similar to the Celtics bucks game, we just had two of the top teams in the East, um, bucks, certainly going to look to rebound from that tough loss, um, Today or yesterday, excuse me. And the Sixers, of course, have fallen a bit as far as they had a lot of great momentum. They haven't had that same type of momentum. So those will be a great matchup. You know, Embiid versus Giannis uh, should be great to watch out for. Drew Holiday versus James Harden. There's a lot of intrigue on that one. So uh, both those games, ones to consider along with the national broadcast. And then on Monday, for one of the few times this season, we have no games on Monday which is very surprising. So um, we'll have, we'll see what we're doing for our Monday show. We have maybe some thoughts on that. Uh, Certainly stay tuned for that, but uh, no games on Monday. So just be aware of that. You get kind of the day off, not really having to worry about NBA action. uh, And we can kind of get a real clear picture of what that, you know, those last six days of NBA action will look like, what the stakes are for each team for that last week of games. Um, With that, let's go ahead and wrap things up. We'll give you our This Day in History fact for you. Today, we're going back not ultra far, 1996, um, nearly 30 years ago, I guess, at this point, actually, so a little bit farther than it seems. But uh, March 31st of 1996, after defeating the visiting Phoenix Suns 97-83, to the San Antonio Spurs became the 11th NBA team to go unbeaten over a month with Excuse me. With a sixteen and zero mark in March, the Spurs tied the nineteen seventy one to nineteen seventy two Lakers, who were sixteen and zero in December of nineteen sixty of nineteen seventy one, for the winningest month, but ever by an NBA team. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that mark has been tied as well by the Atlanta Hawks in uh, twenty fifteen. They had a stellar January, if I remember. Um. So but that might have been 15 and 0 it's close but yeah phenomenal month and that's pre Tim Duncan's burst that was actually the season prior to the season where they had a poor enough record to be able to draft Tim Duncan and so um yeah good throwback there you know David Robinson right in his prime i think they had uh Terry Cummings uh excuse me Terry Cummings in that mix uh you know Avery Johnson probably had, at the time, of course, they had Sean Elliott, and so you know those pre-Tim Duncan, pre-Greg Greg Popovich Spurs, those mid to early to mid nineties Spurs teams were very stout in their own right, and were always in that contending type picture in the Western Conference. So, uh, certainly worth noting. But with that, that takes care of our Friday show for you. Again, I promised, especially compared to yesterday's much longer than anticipated franchise focus specific episode today's episode a lot shorter. Um, again, our next episode will be our hundredth episode and we have some plans in the works for that. Um, at the moment we're recording this, nothing really solidified yet, but just, you know, stay tuned over the next few days for what that will look like specifically. Um, I think it'll be a great podcast, no matter what we're able to figure out specifically, I've got some interesting plans for it. So certainly stay tuned for that. But, um, you know, stay tuned for that 100th episode. The following episode, of course, um, will be our normal Monday episode. Uh, the same type of structure there. Maybe some intrigue as far as, you know, no epi- or no games that night. So that might be an added wrinkle. But, you know, Monday should be a great show as well. So those are the next couple of episodes looking forward. And next week is the last week of the NBA season. So it'll be really exciting to get into that. Um, Thank you all for listening. If you want to check out our Instagram page, that's crossover across time, all one word on Instagram. We share content from the show along with content, doing our best to share content from across the NBA. So that along with the podcast itself is a great way to stay up to date on what's going on in the NBA at the moment. Um, So definitely check that out. Thank you again for listening to the podcast and we'll be back with you very soon for our 100th episode. Thanks again.